0: This is just winging it. Here we are. Quarantania! That was, as excited as, that was as, ex, as excited as I can get right now for you, Patrick.
1: I feel like we came into this with more energy, that, or at least me personally. I've, I was like so yeah. like energized, I was so excited to record, and I think now I sat down for the first time mm-hmm, in, in like mm-hmm. a few days, and I'm like, oh man, I am really... <laughs> I'm really well, tired. And,
0: and just as we started talking and expressing this, there's a trash compactor going off upstairs that I can hear. I don't know if it'll be picked up in my audio, <laughs> but it just feels perfect, right? You know, for how I'm feeling right now, like a yeah. trash compactor.
1: Like, you feel like a bunch of shit being squeezed to the vanishing point by yes. circumstances out of your control. Yep. Um, I want to give you a, a quick shout out. John has one of the only actual plugged in trash compactors in a house that I've <laughs> ever actually seen. You know, I, I feel like growing <laughs> I up, I've heard the, the time yeah uh, I like every, everybody's house I'd be like where's the garbage and they'd be like oh it's this thing and I'd be like is this a machine and they're like yeah but it's not we, you know we don't ever use it you actually Our, use actually, yours we do oh yeah and it's powerful it's from,
0: from 1994 okay it will turn a full trash bag into like a peanut size you know it's not, not really true. a
1: peanut size
0: no that's not true at all but it is small um, but, though But it pretty much allows us to get, you know, one, one trash bag a week. We can pretty much fit all our trash, you know, even dumping the like satellite trash little cans into there.
1: That's crazy. Um, But hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Does that (laughs) one bag, is it like crazy heavy?
0: It's heavy and it's, it's almost always ripped. By yeah. The, okay. Because by the time, because you know we're pulling it out and we don't get like you know any kind of fancy trash bags. I think you're supposed to use like compactor bags, but they're like you know five times. Oh, that's right. They do make they
1: make different bags for that.
0: They do, they do, but we don't buy those. So right. So they're always just like you know ripping, which is again is a perfect uh, metaphor for right now because <laughs> I'm just packing all of it in right, and it, yep. and I'm just tearing at the seams.
1: You're being ripped apart. You're a bag yeah. of shit.
0: But other than that, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, this is crazy. This is now week four, the end of week four. Of, this uh, is crazy of this process for you. I hope I you're all doing home.
0: okay out there. Those who are listening. Thank you for still listening because you know, that's appreciated. I mean, I hope it's helping you get through this time.
1: Or at least reminding you that you have it better than, or that you're figuring out what to do more than we are because we're yes. still, I mean, I feel yes. like so every week, something that I'm kind of taking away from this experience, I love how I'm saying that like we're about to be done with it. We're like, we have so much more <laughs> of this to go. But Indeed. in terms of something that I know I'm going to take away from this is this yeah. feeling that each week, Really has its own flavor to it. Flavor, yes. And because of that, wow, it's the like word each flavor week is, is a, exactly what. Yeah, I knew like you were going to that word. <laughs> <You knew laughs> <gonna> say that It's like a chance to reorient. You knew I was going to say that.
0: But you know what I mean? No. I, oh, I totally know what you mean because I feel like last week when I listened back to it, I was almost annoyed by it because it was like we were just feeling in our groove. You know, mm-hmm. we were getting into somewhat of a rhythm and feeling really um, appreciative of the time with our kids. And I wouldn't say that's not true now. But it feels different this yeah. week. I would not characterize in that way.
1: This week was was like uh, down to business in a <laughs> yes, lot of ways. That's good. That's in, good. Down in to more business. ways than one. One one huge way that I'll get to in a minute. But in in a smaller way, uh, this was the first week of Jude having like real classes again online. Oh, yeah, which was How like is that working. Uh, it's it's good. You know, the, the kids are kind of rowdy, but other than that, it's sort of it's sort of working out. He has some homework but what assignments. Is, what does it even entail? So three days a week, they have an hour meeting with the teacher where they all get on okay. the call. Okay. Uh, she also has office hours if we want to, like, you know, connect one-on-one outside of that. Does um, she just
0: mute them the whole time? Because that must just be, I mean, that must be amazing as a teacher where, you know, in class you cannot do that,
1: I know. but yeah. on
0: Zoom... You can just mute them all.
1: The power, the power trip. Yes. Um, no, she cannot. uh, And they're actually not using zoom for this. It's actually a Google meetup because of some school policy that they have, which is bullshit. But I guess maybe it's privacy. I don't know. Google Um,
0: sponsors the school.
1: And this podcast so
0: yeah that's true uh so Big they, sponsor.
1: they all connect and then and then it's like there's a couple of kids who like clearly think muting people is the funniest thing in the world and it's like it it, it was pretty funny for the first <laughs> like 5 minutes but it's wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute
0: so kids can mute people but the teacher cannot
1: yeah she can't what i, I think with she's just kids, like him? wrapped up in what she I, I i think she i'm sure she could do it but she's like okay. she's doing okay. demonstrations she's like and she's yeah. you know in the middle of a in, in this virtual room with 20 kids in it she's not gonna go scroll through and like you know stop everything <laughs> like you people you know what i mean it would just be too much i think these
0: teachers man they're crazy i mean it's a lot it's a lot
1: on them right it's a lot huh? of them but so she's she you know she threatens to kick people out sometimes which seems to, to work but anyway that's not the really important the important she part threatens is, to kick them out yeah she does in a, in a nice way but like but you can tell who it is because it, t- it says like x muted y right <laughs> so it's like not like this big mystery and 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 this this one particular kid who was a friend of jude's and is according to jude not you know a bad apple he just likes to be funny Sounds yeah. like a bad apple to me. He kept muting the teacher over and over again, and she was oh, like, I can see man. you doing that, and then he, like, didn't do it again. So, you know.
0: That'd be amazing to get kicked out, though. That like, would be amazing. I don't know why it's amazing. It just feels like the idea of a teacher, you know, because in a, in a class, that's, like, a it's a big deal. Especially to to for a first grader, right? For a first grader, exactly, you know. Um, but, I mean, yeah, we're all kind of navigating this, like, new way of, of connecting virtually, you know, in meetings. Imagine if we could do that in a meeting,
1: <laughs> <laughs> just erase somebody just, all of a sudden?
0: Just kick somebody out,
1: you uh, know? It feels so good sometimes. Yeah. Be like, you know what? But I'm anyway. tired of you saying no to everything. Let's just, you're gone, you know?
0: So tell me more about your, your getting down to business, though. Well, you, so, I cut you off into this, you know, meeting school class thing.
1: You're trying to talk about artificial intelligence again, John. So I mean, is, pretty, is, pretty this much. Is your, I'm always you're playing a long game virtual, for AI. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. This is just this is just speeding up the process of us becoming machines. Exactly. So <laughs> exactly. That's, that's we are robots
1: now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but they do like actual work in the class too. And they have to like hold it up to the camera. So like she'll give them sentences to write and then mm-hmm. have them like, you know, highlight different phonemes with different colors and then like, you know, come up with a sentence that uses that phoneme. And then they like hold that up to the screen and she goes one by one and she reads it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to say, although last week was the first week of trying to kind of be more rigorous about it, uh, it, it actually went well. I, I feel like there were That's good. some real s- sort of school experiences. So this past week was kind of the pilot. And then this week we're doing the real three days, full hour, full homework. Yeah. And uh and I think it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Um and then uh Henry had his meetup with his preschool, which was just the virtual meetup. So they were on, yeah. on Zoom as well for that. Ugh,
0: the, I, Grace has had a couple of those now too. You know, oh, last so week's was a show and tell. Yeah, they had uh, show and tell
1: too. And it was amazing
0: because the first one they did a couple of weeks ago was just chaos. Like nobody even, I, I, the teachers didn't have a plan. How many kids um, are in that you know, for you guys? It was nice to connect. There are 20 total, but not not all 20 showed up on the Zoom. It was probably more like, you know, I don't know, 10, 12. Okay, yeah. Um, which is still, you know, a lot of kids. But the first one, nobody muted and it was, there was no organization to it and it was just, it was just crazy. Were you the know, parents just heard with the
1: kids? Yeah,
0: yeah, the parents were with them, right. And it was so yeah. funny the kid dynamics, right? You get to see. So, like, some there, there's one kid in particular who, um, the kid's just playing in the background, and the parent is like at the computer, you know, trying to, you know, see if the kid wants to engage, not forcing him. Right. Um, but he's just in the back, like having none of it. You know, he's yep. just back there, like he's not even listening. <laughs> <laughs> and then there are others who are just, you know, engaged, but, um, keep talking the whole time. You right. know, they're just like, and then others are just politely waiting and, you know, they're, they're trying to be good or whatever. But um, the first one was crazy. And then the next one, um, they, they seemed to actually plan it out a little bit more. The idea was it was show and tell. And it was still up to the parents to mute. So, you know, some did, some didn't. Um, but they actually, like, were one at a time. And it actually worked out. Um, I did notice, however, in terms of dynamics, the first one involved, you know, probably five of them were boys. Uh, mm. A couple of which were, were crazy, hyper. <laughs> right. And then the one that was calmer was all girls except two boys. One of them wasn't even you know, part of it and the other was pretty calm. So just the dynamics there. And I know it's stereotypical, but um, it is so true I'm, though. And, and seeing so it true. like
1: when I visited their classes, I've, I've like kind of picked up a little bit on that, but I haven't really thought too much about it, but see, yeah, yeah. being able to observe, like you're saying, the dynamics of the kids themselves <laughs> in these yeah. settings, it is so different. Like it the is. girls, it's especially the preschool girls are like, they came with like multiple things for, Oh, actually here's the thing. So for Jude's, <laughs> so part of Jude's class this week, but they had a, another show and tell thing. And, uh, and they were asked to prepare one to two sentences, you know, to, to talk about it. every single boy basically just sort of like groped around with trying to get something out that they want, that they wanted to say. <laughs> they clearly hadn't thought about it. And all of the girls, every single one of them had a written piece of paper and they yes. lifted it up to the thing and they started reading the paper. This and is, I, yes, exactly. I was exactly. like, wow, it's so different.
0: Well, Grace, you know, they were supposed to bring something for show and share that was, um, spring related. And so I encouraged her to find something, you know, outdoorsy, whatever, Um, But she wanted to, like, make something. So she spent the time just, you know, crayons and and did a coloring. But, like, she, you know, she tried to make this whole spring scene and really prepared for this. (laughs) Um, Whereas, you know, others, it was like, clearly they were just playing with whatever toy and they were showing it. Um, Yeah. it It is funny, though, just to see the dynamics. It's, like, an interesting, you know, you always, I mean, I've always kind of thought it would be interesting to be a fly on the wall in one of their preschool classes. And this is, I guess, the closest we'll get to that.
1: And we're not we're not only a fly on the wall, we're a fly that's trying to like make sure that our kids aren't embarrassing the <laughs> no. shit out of everybody by <laughs> unmuting true. and screaming. But yeah, I'd say yeah. both of the boys have been great, like the best behaved in the class. At least yeah. at least one of the best, if not the best. Like and I, I, awesome. I was not expecting that. They both were like very quiet. Like Jude's unmuting and muting himself now because we've practiced enough. Aww. Um but I I something that I'm like a little bit just sort of it's driving me crazy is like there are some parents who just like put their kids at the computer and then just like i don't know leave the house or something i don't know where the fuck they are (laughs) if their kids are so like bad like they're so rowdy and they're like not listening and they're like knocking the computer and they're just like they're just being like wild and just so disruptive to everybody else and like the parents are just nowhere like just nowhere to be seen and then i'll hear like a parent yell at them from like all the way down the hallway be like pay attention and then the kid will just be like And I'm just like, what are these parents doing? I don't, I'm, like, I, I mean, I know that everybody has different daily schedules. I I, yeah, I know personally yeah. that I block off the time that, that at least that Jude is in these classes because I want to like be there to help. But mm-hmm. like, I understand that you can't always do that. But I would say like, if, if you can't do that, if you have the ability to be at least in the same room as the kid that's doing this shit, because like it is so disruptive and it sets this precedent that like all, cause all the other kids start thinking, well, you know, if so-and-so is like taking his shirt off and lighting, starting a fire in the fucking background, <laughs> then maybe it's okay if I don't pay attention and I start like I mean, trying to play totally. music. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They all play off each other too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like it, it can work if your kid is actually behaving. You know, there's a point at which, like, if, if I see that, uh, of course, the other thing is siblings, right? So, like, Luke, of course, is right up there when right. Grace is trying to do it. So I can't go too far either. But, you know, if I see them calm, I'll, like, back away and keep an eye on them. Uh-huh. But but totally, like, if you see that, you know, they're starting to not behave, like, you're the one, you're playing a teacher role in that situation. Right. right. So you kind of got to, you know, otherwise, like you said, it's going to derail the whole thing
1: exactly and, and it's just a waste of everybody's time because it's already so hard to get this to work like it's already yeah. I mean these, these kids are I mean our kids are all young enough that for them this is like one notch away from summer vacation right like it's it's yeah, technically yeah. not but like the workload is not that extreme like they're basically just kind of hanging out with friends and like learning very simple things you know Jude is doing some academic stuff but it's not like he's trying to get accredited to go to a school. Oh, and i think
0: the, this, the right? best part of these i mean ours aren't actual you know school work at all and like um Jude's but which makes sense cuz he's older but i think the best part is just that they get the social time totally, right cuz they're not getting that you know yep. and, and in fact even with school period i feel like that's such an important part of it it's a reason why. I personally would never homeschool because I just right. feel like um, kids get so much out of you know being connected with each
1: other. Exactly, um, it's so different. Yeah, and, and I yeah. feel like when when kids are being that disruptive, it like really fucks that time up in general. Right, and it just kind of like makes it even feel less worth it. Like, it, yeah. Like I'm still, I'm happy that both of the kids still take this seriously. Like, that they, yeah. they, like, they're always ready to go on time. They're, like, asking if it's, like, 11 o'clock yet, you know. And then they, like, come up and they have, like, the thing that they brought with them to share. And they, like, sit down and they're, like, waiting for me to help them with the muting. Like, and I, I to me, like, for them, it's this little tiny, kind of glimpse of normalcy that they get to have mm-hmm. in their lives right mm-hmm. now. And if you just, like, make that erode even further by letting it kind of fall apart all the time, then it's, like... It's just, it's just, then we're just in summer vacation. And then it's like, <laughs> yes. then we have another summer vacation coming up after whenever the fuck this is over right. too. So it's just all of these things that kind of like, I just want that time to go well. And I'm, uh, overall it has, and I'm, I'm glad about that.
0: You know, it's making me think that, and maybe this is a, sort of a theme if, if we even have themes anymore for the show. I don't even know what we're doing anymore. <laughs> but... I don't even know <laughs>
1: what the world is.
0: But I feel like we're in this moment now where we're trying to make it kind of work as closely as it can to what life was before you know so with work we still have meetings we still kind of just try to um recreate a lot of what we were doing you know to the best that we can um and we do use some more digital tools now at work and we're kind of you know trying to leverage what we can but it's still basically trying to do work as we were doing before but with this new limitation and and i you know i hear that with with school too where it's like they're at least trying to do this you know the teacher it sounds like is is doing things that basically she would do in a room but is holding it up to the camera right exactly you know? yeah so and this is this is a common of course i'm going to go all digital now with the you know machine learning and everything um <laughs> not actual machine learning but the point is that like that's a very natural way to um you know for any medium to be sort of used in its sort of early stage mm-hmm. and you know you could argue whether or not we're still in an early stage with digital but like you know, it's why the first movies were basically like theater productions that were filmed. Right. Mm -hmm. So where the hell am I going with this? The point is I feel like we're trying to make this work right now and, and be what it was. And we know that that's, it's not what it was. And I, and I do feel that tension of like, I'm feeling it with my work too, where you sort of have to let go of some of the ways that you were doing work or, or just living your life and adapt in a way that granted, you know, it's time limited, but in a way you know, we don't know what this is going to be like, even when we, when we get back into work and school and everything. And I feel like some of these things as we've talked about will stick with us. So I guess I'm just, what I'm trying to think through is like, you know, what are some of the ways that I want to maybe break out of the frame of thinking where it's just recreating what I was doing and then feeling stressed about not having as much time to do it and all that. And instead think about how can I actually do this in a new way Mm -hmm. that makes sense?
1: Does that make any sense? It makes complete sense, yeah, and and you're right. A, a lot of the a lot of the time that media are birthed, uh, they resemble as much as they can the things that that, that the rest of uh, that that people are used to until yeah. they become they kind of find their own voice and then they become what they were supposed to be all along, right? So right. like that and like television was basically radio serials with visuals, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, movies yeah. were basically films. Um, even podcasts, it's funny, like you know, like before I really think before serial which was already yeah. like kind of a long time ago at this point before that podcasts were things that were like mostly just things on the radio or right. if they weren't, they were really, every episode was just sort of a one-off kind of like just winging it, right? Like every episode <laughs> was kind of, it's one little topic Shit. and you kind of, you know, plug away yeah. at that, right. With like different guests and things like that. And that's yeah. still a format for podcasting, but like serial came along and, and people were like, Oh, we can do long form narratives with this. And that's why a lot yes. of the most popular podcasts since then have become that. Cause like that was where podcasting was kind of going as a unique, form i totally think you're right that we will come out of this not now but eventually with very different concepts of what virtual work looks like or what virtual mm-hmm. connectivity looks life. like yeah, yeah and what virtual life looks like mm-hmm. i think right now we're not because we don't have the luxury of time right i think that like <laughs> yeah. that this this crisis is not where that change will happen this crisis is what will wake us up to the fact that we need to be thinking differently going forward because there are clear deficits in the way that we yeah. conduct Although, visual visual for a virtual no stuff. i
0: yeah, no, I hear you there. I I do feel like, though, it is exactly a crisis like this that can start to transform or more rapidly kind of transform how we're doing it. So mm-hmm. it's true that maybe in the duration of this crisis, however long it lasts, we won't come out of it totally transformed. Right, but, right. I don't know. I think... You know, in the same way that we talked about this way back in The Power of Limitation and how uh, you kind of, ideally, you work through those limitations and then you adapt, right? So that's like what we're doing right now in terms of trying to adapt to the situation. Right, right. Um, But at the end of the day, it's all about, you know, the paradigm, right? Like, all of those mediums, you you only have a certain mental concept for what it could do that is what you were doing before. And then you know, suddenly in working through it and kind of breaking that paradigm, you then are able to think about it in wholly new ways. Right. I mean, I'm not there yet. I'm just, it's it's occurring to me that, um, you know, it, it becomes kind of this uh, insanity wheel. <laughs> I don't know what, uh, where you, you just sort of spin around and try to do the same thing and you get stressed about it. And I'm I'm thinking mostly of work and how I'm trying to like balance that, you know, with Bethany also doing work. And I want to hear more about how that's going for you as well. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe the way that we're working is fundamentally broken already and we need to just kind totally, of it differently
1: totally yeah and I, I do think you're right that those changes are happening now i guess what i'm saying is what you're saying which is that like we can't really see them yet accurately yes, I don't think. Yes, like yes, I, yes, I, I think yes, that we're basically we're falling into all of these these holes everywhere and yeah. having to adapt and coming up with these kind of ramshackle solutions that aren't like really like too uh like creative because we don't really have the luxury being that creative with it but we're realizing these things that we need to change and we're finding ways of working around and then like once we have the bandwidth to be able to just sort of conduct our lives somewhat normally again a lot of those things will coalesce into new into new new like you know ways of doing stuff um and I think that that's going to be really huge. It's sort of like UX design, right? Like when you look mm. back at computers in the 80s, you know, like they, they, it was it was very much like, like it was basically punch cards, right? Which would have been <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. in, the, in the decades b- before that, but just replicated on a digital screen. So it just like, you know, the, you basically you were looking at a code interface or a text-based interface that would replicate right. things that you'd have seen in the 60s and, and earlier on paper. And then, you know, you come out of that with like Windows and with the graphical UI and with Mac OS, and like you start seeing these things that are like actual desktops right like with wood mm-hmm. grain and file folders and actual garbage <laughs> cans and things yes and yes and so people yes. start going like oh that's okay now i can i can conceptualize how to work digitally now without having this technical background because it looks like something i'm used to and then right. over time now when i open my mac up like nothing looks anything remotely like anything in the in the world outside of my computer right like there's no yeah. i'm not I mean, like i don't have a paperclip talking to me anymore yeah
0: right? i mean there's still folders right so so i feel like that just speaks to That's how true. long and how i think what you're getting at too is how it is sort of this evolutionary thing where it happens gradually right, right. so we don't necessarily notice it all at once i mean mm-hmm. certainly there are some innovations that happen that were more noticeable but um, but still I have folders, you know, and the whole yeah, concept weird. of a folder as a way of organizing anything is, is obviously a very kind of physical thing. Right, right. Um, so maybe our challenge for this episode then is I want to come out of this feeling like we worked through at least one thing that we can, we can start to incorporate and do better okay. in this, in this whole experience. <laughs>
1: yeah, <I think laughs> it just, sounds, that's a good theme. Let's do it. It's,
0: it's ambitious, but let's see if we can do it.
1: Let's change but the first, fucking world, John.
0: Let's one, one tip at a time. We're going to do that. That was a pr- That felt good that alliteration right there one tip at a time
1: that Say felt it. really good it, fe- it felt one 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 tip at a time. <laughs> <laughs> it felt it felt good. It felt like natural, and it yeah. also felt like you're segueing into a topic for this episode, which is very exciting. But I haven't gotten to talk about my fucking crazy week yet. It's fine. So you no, know no, what? No, we're gonna, good. I, this, I need this, to hear about your crazy week. This topic, this will emerge. Okay, I'm Absolutely. gonna keep this in mind. It'll it'll evolve. Just one we're gonna get there. <laughs> um, and again, there remind me is we're gonna think about one way we can improve going forward our digital ability to get stuff well, done.
0: It's, and it doesn't have to actually be digital. It's just that. There's some stress happening, and I imagine others can relate to this, in, in getting through this time, right? Yeah, right? Because a lot of it is this, as we've talked about, a lot of stress emerges from, you know, your expectation, like what you desire and, and what the reality is. And if we shift, you know, how we work maybe or, or how we're doing school or handling the kids or whatever, I don't even know what the thing is. So, you know, this is ambitious of, of an I. <laughs> we'll see if we get there. But the point is, like, let's come out of this, you know, changing something that we're doing. Right okay, now. I like
1: that. For I'm, the I'm better. I, I have have things on deck that I might be able to to get. Of course, to you that. do. I knew you would. <laughs> well, they might not make sense, but they're things. All <laughs> right. So so let me so let me take you back now. I, I want everybody to go back in time with me for a minute to do what, the back in time music. What will feel like it could just be our theme song. What will yeah. feel like 1,200 years ago, but was actually February. Okay. Yep. So mid February, COVID-19 was obviously something happening in Asia. It was something that like was a news item. Yeah. Um. It was like. Not number one news item. The election was kind of what people were talking about, right? The Democratic race, all these different things. Uh, we weren't, you know, super uh, concerned about it. And, I was up um, in
0: Portland and my kids were puking.
1: Exactly. Yep. And uh, and times. in February, we had a, Micah and I had a Valentine's date, which we had, I told you about because we saw you guys the next weekend. Remember, yep. and I was like, oh, we, it was great. We had all this time to talk and the food was late and we just got to like talk even more. So that, on, on that date, micah and I without telling other people about it had decided that we were going to sell our house and, and move and get a place that had more space wow. for the kids. It was
0: that recent. yes yeah, so even what, it, it feels happened, like an eternity. But going, it happened yeah. that
1: night. It, and it was wow. within that that one conversation we were like, "You know what? We we're ready to like take this plunge. We knew we had to get a new place at some point because our condo's going to get too small." We're yeah. like, "You know what? Like I'm going to We came out of that with her being like, "I'm going to check with school. I'm going to make sure that I can get accredited easily, you know. I'm going to check and make sure this isn't going to be disruptive to like to mm-hmm, my program." Mm-hmm. She's going to check uh, i was going to check with work to make sure that it was okay with them if i you know would would relocate and maybe not come in quite as frequently um etc and uh and so and if that all that stuff went well then we were going to like investigate whether or not this was like feasible so yeah. again COVID 19 was not something we were really thinking about at this point and it was very right. abstract and of we course. were like okay this sounds great we got a realtor we started looking around um, and the market was like crazy fast. So these places would come on. We'd get the alert. We'd be like, oh, this looks really good. Let's like see. Let's talk to the bank. See if we can get like a letter. Let's talk <laughs> to the realtor. Be like, hey, can we schedule an open house? Can we schedule a look of viewing? You know, and then in the context of in, while we were having that conversation, yeah. it would sell. Right. And we'd be like, fuck, there's another one. And then this other one great one, would come up and we'd be like, hey, can we go take a look? He'd be like, oh, I just got texted. It's just sold. You know, it was like so rapid. The market in February. Ugh.
0: So even in February, in February,
1: and, and which is not a good time of the year to buy a house. It's not when people are do- like right now is when people are doing this because it's the springtime, right?
0: Right. So well, maybe not right now. Least, maybe not yeah. right now. We'll <laughs> see.
1: So so we we were frustrated by this reality of the situation, but we were like, well, you yeah. know what? We're still going to we're going to keep looking around. If Something really nice comes up. It'll be good. We'll start cleaning our place up, getting it ready in case we want to list it, you know. Um, so we got a selling agent, we met with him, we got all the lists of the stuff that we would have to do in order to get our place ready to sell. We kind of got to work on it. We set up all these mm-hmm. appointments with electricians and painters, et cetera, you know, over the coming weeks, um, with this idea that we were going to be listing our place basically now. um which seemed great and i remember specifically being like you know what it's going to be great everybody's going to be like getting ready for the end of the school year they're going to be thinking about where they want to be next next you know next year when it starts up again the buds on the trees are going to be coming out the warm weather is going to be waking everybody up people are going to be stir crazy and waiting to like get out and do stuff for the you know fucking spring little did i know right anyway um earlier in march we had uh put an offer on a place that hadn't sold yet and and it Mm -hmm. looked and it basically checked off every box we could have ever thought of. And we were like, Oh my God, this is, this is it 100%. We went through this pretty long process of arranging paperwork that would allow us to basically have 60 days to sell our place. Once our offer was accepted on this other Mm -hmm. place. And we worked it all out with the lawyers. We made it really solid. We got this great deal. We worked with the, with the sellers on this thing. We architected it to both parties expectations, you know, it yeah, was like a really yeah. solid deal and we thought there's no way they're going to accept it because we're going to be asking them to basically sit in the house for a while you know <laughs> um and they got back to us and and they were like okay cool we'll do that like you know we're not oh in a rush and you guys seem to have your stuff together so that's totally fine that yeah. was a week and a half ago okay <laughs> a week and a half ago things were still at a point where we were like you know what i think i think this is the time to buy and sell a house i think we can make it work um and, uh, so we signed the paperwork finding us to Greenway, green way, the full ask, it's this... <laughs> even worse. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, we were like, well, I guess we still have to like honor those appointments, you know, with the people coming into the house and with getting it prepped. So, right. um, we talked to the contractors we've been working with and they were all still working, you know, using proper precautions. Right. Um, right. and, uh, so we're like, let's fucking, let's do it. The kids also Since they would be moving schools if we did this, they were Mm -hmm. like 100% on board, really excited. They already are absolutely in love with this place. And I was thinking if we wait another year after this, then Jude will be old enough, I think, that this will be harder for him. Right. And we might catch them at a worse sort of developmental moment. So like right now, since everybody's excited about it, let's just like go, right? Right. So, um, offer was accepted. We have the, uh, appointments on the calendar for this week. And then it's like every single day that goes by, I'm watching the stock market and I'm watching the fucking just terrible, <laughs> terrible news coming out of everything. And uh, and I'm watching like the fact that now the kids have commitments during the daytime in addition that we have to honor on top of the work that I'm doing, which for the last three weeks has been so intense I can't even see straight. Mm. And then Micah, who now uh, now that her virtual schooling is like has picked up to this like really feverish pace, she has these all day eight to four almost I think eight to three study oh, sessions man, going every single rough. day. That's rough.
0: I mean I'm glad that they're resuming right so she can wrap up because this is right. her last semester right. Right. But because there was yeah.
1: time lost, everything is just like so compacted, compressed. And it's like a- trash compactor right like a trash compactor exactly that's the theme actually yeah exactly that's the this episode um so like all of those things were happening and then this week was the week we were going to have basically the entire interior repainted and that was Mm -hmm. when we booked that a COVID 19 was nothing like it has become in this country um b we were like it's going to be springtime what a great time to get outside and like let the painters work and you know i can like you know we can work in the backyard (laughs) uh it's just all of, and Micah you know, did not have these study schedule, things scheduled and then we come into this week and it's fucking raining every day freezing cold uh, we have these study sessions we have my work being out of control we have the nanny uh. you know, who's basically doing a saint's job to keep up with this shit yeah
0: how often is she coming
1: uh, this week she was here almost every single day for, for like for full for, days uh, for not for full days but for for a lot of it we would take yeah. the kids Mike and I would both like take breaks and take the kids for a little bit during the day right but right for all intents and purposes because both both of us had such crazy schedules at this, this week. point she's just living there it, <laughs> it felt like that but on top of that because we were not, now we were locked inside during this whole thing and there were painters in the house this entire time working yeah. from the ground all the way to the top so like the house is covered in shit, like tarps, fucking paint cans. <laughs> the kids are trapped inside because it's pouring rain outside yep. and freezing cold. So basically, they're stuck in their room with a nanny, who mm-hmm. I'm sure was ready to jump out the window. Micah and I are stuck in the bedroom trying to get a good enough internet signal to both be on teleconferences at the same time. Uh. And there's just these three men who, of course, like are all using precautions. That was very important. <laughs> fucking walking around doing shit in the house from like so That's this, is, a lot. this is the other the other complication here is that uh, in order to like because now we have this deadline to sell the house by mm-hmm. which again is terrifying because like who's going to buy a house right now but we'll see we, I guess we did so might be <laughs> you've other, got like other a calendar with the X's
0: going you know counting <laughs> each day
1: <laughs> right very dramatic so we had a lot of other things to do because we're going to be listing it in two days from now. So mm-hmm, like, so mm-hmm. we, we've been, we had all of these check marks that we had to be responsible for. So all the repairs that we've been putting off doing all the cleanup, all of the, like just organizing stuff, finding places to store things. Um, Cause we really want to, considering how hard the market is going to be to work in right now, we want to give yes. ourselves like the best possible chances of doing Oh this yeah, Definitely. Right? Mm-hmm. So Micah and I have been up until 1am, sometimes one thirty am every single night this last week doing this after Ugh. the kids went to bed. And then the painters have to start at 7 a.m. So we have to get up at 6 to be able to, like, clear stuff out and then let them in. So we've been getting five hours of sleep every night for the last week. I don't know how you look so good right now. Well, last night I got six hours of sleep, so that was nice, a <laughs> nice change of pace. So anyway, it's been fucking Isn't nuts. it amazing how oh, how having
0: kids, you know, newborns does allow you to more easily, you know, just later in life, like, just get those short nights of sleep?
1: I feel like it actually made me worse at it. I don't. Know. I, I feel like really? when I was when I was younger, like it was, it was I, I could very easily function on that kind of sleep schedule. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I guess that's it. true. I but say. I also, I think part of it for me was that you know I pretty much always like you know obviously there were exceptions when I was younger too, but for the most part, you know, I got eight hours of sleep. That was just my standard. So I was like bracing myself for what it was going to be like having kids, and then right. of course, you know, it was awful in terms of the first few months, especially as we've talked about. But it did it did reveal to me or, or, you know, prove that like, oh yeah, I can actually function on, you know, a couple hours of sleep. It's not fun. Right. But, but it but can it's happen. Possible. Yeah. It, it gives you an yeah.
1: idea of like the limits of your abilities as a human. Yes. Yes. And it's, yes. it's useful in that way. But I, I have been so fucking tired this entire oh, week. Oh man. That and sounds tough. And then like, tough. and then of course, yeah, then of course after, you do quickly
0: adjust back to wanting the full sleep too, you know, it's <laughs> true or needing it.
1: But like, so after like letting the painters in at the fucking crack of dawn, and then, like, you know, getting getting the, the kids ready and then having a the nanny come. It's just like every single day has just been so long this entire week. And during this because of all the dust getting kicked up and all the dander in the air that I'm just trapped along with and mm-hmm. also the mm-hmm. pollen that's coming out now, my asthma this week has been so bad. And oh, of course, no. every time I feel that, I'm like, oh my God, it's the virus. Like, this is it. This is, this is you know, this is the end. And I'm like, fucking... Think about
0: the painters. The painters are looking at you. You're like hacking up over there in the corner. <laughs> well, the
1: painters were freaking <laughs> out too because the painters, the the main guy, Michael, who was great, yeah. also has asthma. And, and he, was oh. like, he was like, oh, there's a lot of dust in the air here. And I was like, what country are you from? And he was like, oh, I don't know, laddie. Um, but he, he was specifically like, he was saying, like, like, like oh, yeah, I that got was the allergy. So it's, it's bothering me. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, he speaks like that when he has allergies. He's right? actually Yeah, not normally he's at all.
1: actually just sounds like me. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, so we were joking about how the dust was making things worse this whole week. And anyway, the long story short, uh, it's not even short, but the long story long. <laughs> is that uh, we did not record this episode yesterday because of the circumstances that I had put myself in without realizing yes it. so to get Let's to hear that about these circumstances that you put yourself the in. last thing that I wanted to do because of course I've been I've been pulling a John Abdullah and I have all these fucking checklists and I have all these like you know these fucking listicle articles about how to prepare your house <laughs> best to make it well when you told me you were doing this yesterday I was like all right he's, he's doing it oh my god like and, and we, I, I, I dozens and dozens of articles on this because I, I all of the anxiety that I feel right now which is monumental yeah. because it is for yeah. everybody has been channeled productively towards getting this house ready to sell oh yeah which is so, it's like, good
0: that you have somewhere to channel it right
1: yeah yeah kind of i guess it's a little manic but it's like at the end <laughs> of the day it's at least it's productive mania right yeah, yeah yeah so like on all these checklists there was like some some part about making sure that the uh, that the exterior and like the, the patio was clean and that like the yard looked good and that the exterior of the house was ready and that's something that I haven't been really thinking about A because mm-hmm. we uh, you know at least nominally have an HOA that apparently doesn't fucking take care of our yard at all oh no but B like I, I it's it hasn't been warm it's been like so crappy out that I haven't really yeah, thought yeah. about that too much and then yeah. I'm like oh my god this, the, the, the backyard is like a mess and the patio looks like shit and please gonna- tell me you're mulching Oh, we actually, I've been talking about mulching quite a lot with the kids. Just, just today, actually on a walk, Jude was like, what's that smell? And I was like, that my son is mulch. And he was like, why do you care about that so much? I'm like, my friend and I have a joke about it. And he's like, you're fucking weird, dad. And I was like, don't say fuck. That's about right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so the, the yard was just in disrepair, and, and the big thing was that the patio was just covered and covered and covered with moss, and that that mm. moss had been growing up into the back of the house. It just looked bad, it just looked like crappy.
0: Your old house is green, and it actually isn't supposed to be <laughs> right,
1: yeah. Not like not like an acute way, and like a fucking <laughs> like attack of, of the jungle way, yeah. So, I was like, you know what, I think the, the thing that I want to do before we list this place because the photos are being taken tomorrow on this place, mm-hmm. right? So, that's why it's so crazy. And the photos are critical because that's actually how people will see it. There, they probably mm-hmm. won't actually go as an open house, right, or even a tour. Exactly, and indeed, we bought the place that we got accepted on, never having yeah. been. We've still never been to this place before. Wow! But you know, my my, my parents who live closer to it were able to drive and go see it. You know, we got oh, some like good, virtual. Okay, tours that makes a big difference things. having and, someone else. Yeah, right. And the realtor like took us with a phone in. And we got to like go through every single part of it. Oh, and, nice. You know, okay. So yeah, we, we yeah, know yeah, it yeah. well, but we've never actually been there, which is a little crazy. Um, but that will probably, you're right, that'll be how most people will find our place too. So, like, those yeah. photos have to really, really look good. So, um, I wanted to get the backyard looking better than it did. So, here's my day on Friday, okay? <laughs> I decide on that after talking to the painters in the morning, you know, I'm like, what do you mm-hmm. recommend? He's like, he's like, oh, I'm going to drop the accent. He's like, oh, you should do a, a pressure wash. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a yeah. really good idea. I've been meaning to do that for years. I've never rented one or used one before, but I'll like mm-hmm. look into it. My friend Dan had just pre- pressure washed his patio. It looked great. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. So Friday comes. And on Friday, basically from like 8 a.m. to 5.20 p.m., I am working like nonstop on a very major work product that you will yeah. see tomorrow, actually, because it's going to every single employee in the Global Confederation. Oh, wow. In four fucking languages. And the last language was Arabic. And so on Friday, I was working in Arabic. You which learned of Arabic. I, and, I learned and, yeah. the language. <laughs> I was trying to clean up this this uh you know enormous presentation that had to be in arabic and it was just it was so hard and i was on the phone with all these fucking people proofreading things it was just very stressful and the thing getting me through that was like you know what it's still kind of nice out today i'm going to be able to pick up my pressure washer that i've reserved (laughs) and i'm going to before i go to bed tonight you know while the sun is still shining i'm going to pressure wash the backyard and i'm going to feel like so you know revivified right there's going to be a rainbow after yeah there could very well have been a rainbow um, you made it, too, because, you know, it wasn't
0: raining, but the pressure washing actually created the rainbow, very nice rainbows.
1: Very intense rainbows. It's really yeah. incredible. It's it's uh, it's like the the nuke of rainbows, basically. Yes, yes. Uh, very concentrated. So, uh, so I'm, like, racing to finish this thing, and it's 5 o'clock comes and goes. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, Home Depot's going to close before I pick up the rental. And then I'm going to, like, owe a fucking deposit on it on top of not being able to get this done. <laughs> so I, like, finally, like, pack the computer up, shut it down. I'm like, I'm done for the day. Send the thing off. I get in the car, go to Home Depot up this pressure washer which I, for people who have not used a gas operated pressure washer before mm. the only ones that i had seen in use before were electric the gas yeah, ones only are like an electric one it's like a fucking small car engine <laughs> <laughs> on a wheelbarrow <laughs> with a hose coming out of it yeah it's like the real deal this thing is intense yeah. and i'm driving home with it last night it's taking up the entire civic ba- like the entire car was just this pressure washer <laughs> and me and the smell of gasoline Uh, and I get home and of course as I'm unloading it from the car fucking thunder strikes and it starts pouring rain and I'm like I'm gonna fucking do this I don't care I was so determined to make Uh. this work and so this is this is the scene this was last night so, it's raining so hard that mud starts fucking falling down the hillside when I'm going to be pulling this thing up. I'm pulling this 200-pound wheelbarrow pressure washer desperately up a hill, falling in the mud fucking backwards. Yeah. I'm almost crying because I'm so stressed out by everything in my life right now. No one would
0: be able to see, though, because you've
1: got rain all There's, over you, Everything's so that's wet, right. right? Yeah. Uh, I'm also urinating, and nobody can tell. <laughs> and I fucking get it in the backyard, and I get it set up, and of course it doesn't start. Right, oh, because it's flooding and there's rain going in the intake, and uh, you can't start an engine in those circumstances. But right. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it work. And I'm, fucking, I'm just like out there, like frantically pulling on the starter plug, trying to get this thing to to go. And Micah's like, it's okay, you can come inside. I'm like, it's not okay. <laughs> We're not gonna sell our home. <laughs> Somebody's gonna see the patio, and I'm like, fucking losing it in the backyard. And it's and it's raining so hard that like I'm I'm feeling like you know like, I'm, like I'm gonna get sick. I know. I want to and film this scene. All my clothes were soaked, and, and, and I was like, you know what? And it took me so long. It was only after the sun went down, and I was yeah. in the dark in the rain with something that wasn't working, trying to make it with and I was like, you know what? Uh, I think I'm going to admit that today is uh, a The world cause. beat me today. And, yeah. it, and it really hurt. Like, la- that Friday oh, night that was is, absolutely I w- I, I can, terrible.
0: I feel such empathy for you because I've been there, you know, in those situations where you just can't get something to work the way you need it to or, you know and it, it was just like just
1: goes wrong everything yeah. and the pressure was just way the the pressure it was mm-hmm. just way too much uh I, I was taking too much of it on myself because i was starting to feel personally responsible for the like stock market, like the fact that the world yeah, is basically yeah. not moving commercially right now. I mean, it, it's kind of your fault, it is probably a little bit, my fault in the little long bit. run. But if you
0: had pressure washed your house and then sold it, <laughs> but that that's, will that's clearly felt boost like. the economy. I, I, the I, I felt like, to. you know,
1: my kids are in love with this new house, they already know where they're going to sleep, they know what colors they want the rooms to be. They're like 100%. They did all the virtual tours with us, so they know oh. it really well. They've been like talking about it nonstop. There's a basketball hoop, and that's like Jude's number one thing, he wants to have a house that yeah. has its own basketball hoop like they're just they're there's so in love with this marshmallow place. pool you know <laughs> marshmallow pool I mean, a, a bunch a big... of gold coins in the basement exactly um, and, and I was feeling and, and Micah of course has been so stressed out because in addition to like you know all of this this moving stuff like she also just is in the the, the most intense part of her entire school career right Ugh. now and also like as soon as she's out of here we'll be a nurse on the front lines of, of this coronavirus situation so like there's a lot Man, of anxiety in there how soon it, could that be the summer wow so there's a lot of anxiety there and there's a lot of anxiety and also like you know the nanny would come in and she was really anxious and i was kind of talking to her about you know that and then our painter michael michael <laughs> came in and he was like he was like you know this thing's fucking killing everybody i i i feel like we're in danger you know and i was like well the mortality rate's like not as bad. it's easy to get sidetracked and he's like yeah but it's fucking dangerous and I was oh, like man. I totally those agree those Irish
0: accents even yours even your bad one yeah, it, they're one. so charming aren't oh, they I, like, tell I, you. I wish imagine if all of our news you know especially right now the devastating news was delivered in an Irish accent or I guess you could just say by people who who are Irish <laughs> no I think by non-Irish people <laughs> yeah, yeah, using yeah, yeah, an yeah. Irish
1: accent so everything um, sounded so
0: friendly like that it just sounds it's so much more charm. I could just take it so much easier
1: you know yeah me too well, he, nice. well, I could say Michael was not because he was like, I've got to show you what's on this. What's up, Fred? And I was like, Michael, <laughs> just paint the house, you know, but he, he was like, just give me one, one moment, one moment. And so we're standing there, social distancing, of course, you know, and he like yeah. flings his phone over to me, which I grab with my sleeve because I don't want to touch the phone. Yeah. And it's like his, all of his Irish family who he can't see because of this. And he was supposed to go there in June for his father's birthday. And, you know, he's kind of trapped. We became very good friends over the course yeah, of this can week. Tell. He, yeah, yeah I Um, And he's and I'm reading this thread and it's his his brothers are saying that, like, you know, this is a bio, a biological weapon. And he's like, he's like, it sounds ridiculous, but you you never know. Right. And I was like, Michael, like, I really don't think that's true. I don't think (laughs) you should focus on that. I think just focus on the reality of, like, (laughs) observing proper, you know, quarantine guidelines. yep And I kind of calmed him down. And I felt like this last week I was just always calming people down. Like Mm. everybody who texted me, like all of my friends who were texting about it, like everybody was panicking and I was trying so hard to like not. And, and then all of that energy that I would have that was getting kind of like uh, there was no outlet for it. it, was going into this house project, right? Yeah. And then I'm on that rainy Friday night. all that night. energy
0: was about to come bursting out of a pressure washer that just didn't,
1: right? So <laughs> yeah, it just, but, but it it's, didn't. It's, it continues to be pent up, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so on Friday night, I was like, this is this is like something that I can do that's so measurable and visual and tangible. And it's something yeah. that I can do that where I will know You're going to spray your feelings. Done. Exactly. <laughs> that I've done something really hard for the purpose of trying to do something good for my family and trying to do everything that I can, you know? And I felt like just such a failure. I felt like Mm -hmm. such a failure and I wasn't, Mm -hmm. and I get that. And I know that I wasn't, I know that this was natural and that stuff is complicated, but I really, in that, in that moment, in the rain there, I was really like, if I don't pressure wash this patio, we could lose that one person who would have bought our house mm. during this time period. Yep. And my yep. kids will not get that yard that they love. And, and oh, man. My, my wife will be continuing to go into this uncertainty of school and nursing with this hanging over her head because now we've committed to basically switch schools and all that shit. Um, and so anyway, Saturday morning, uh, the last thing that Michael, I had Michael come back one more time because I missed him. Yeah. And it wasn't uh, to paint. It was just to hang out. It was just to hang out uh and he had to pick up some of his stuff and i was like hey while you're here can you just like help me get the pressure washer going you know and and he uh he and i like had a hard time with it still oh I, w- I was hoping that he would just look at it you know and yes. just just immediately you're fucking like, idiot yeah 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 you've no got- <laughs> it was not it was it was hard uh it wasn't that hard for him
0: you've got the safety on <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: right. it's bloody upside down you, you piece of shite uh but we eventually it's got it going down. again and uh, oh. and I gotta say like it turned on and, and he left and I was like you know Michael what was the trick how'd you get it it just it had to dry overnight it was just it was just okay. wet and then because of that <laughs> the ignition sequence, you can't run it in a soaking thunderstorm. <laughs> no it was clearly not the right thing to do yeah and so it had to dry and then because of that the ignition just it took a while to turn over so we had to keep doing it but it did yeah. eventually work yeah. Um, and, and we had this really nice conversation of course we were shouting because A we were social distancing and B mm-hmm. the pressure washer was now running so like <laughs> there was basically a car in the yard <laughs> with no muffler on it but I was talking to him. And I was like, you know, in the midst of all of this shit that we're all going through, uh, like, it, it means a lot to me that you still came here every day and you still worked like a really long day to like help us with this situation. Mm. And he didn't overcharge us or anything. He charged that, even though we came back an extra day, he didn't charge anything extra for it. He didn't charge um, like a COVID fee there was no COVID <laughs> fee although like i would have paid him one honestly oh yeah because yeah. i feel like it's it's extraordinary that that we are living in these times and he was afraid every day you know of, and of course he, yeah. and he came in w- with you know the protection and stuff and he did it and uh man it was just this week was 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 really a trip uh for me i gotta say and i'm very nervous wow. going into tomorrow with getting the photos taken and getting it listed this week and i just feel like you know, at a certain point, I have to kind of allow things to happen and uh, mm-hmm, and just sort mm-hmm. of go with it. But I'm still in that phase. You know that like we're all we all get in those phases sometimes um, where you feel like you have power over something that you don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? You,
0: my friend, this is this is what we have to work through right now. This is the workshopping, the challenge that we have for ourselves to help you have a better <laughs> week upcoming. I mean, first of all. First of all, yeah, selling a house and buying a house are are one of life's most stressful times. Period. Like it is just incredibly stressful, and especially in the and you know lately in the climate that we've been in the last few years, um, where where houses are just flying off the market. You know, thankfully you got through that first hurdle of getting a house, but I mean, selling it with kids, um, even even in a normal world, is fucking stressful as shit. So the fact that you Underneath all of that, have this happening is—I I mean, I, the fact that you're even able to talk to me right now and aren't just a fucking <laughs> a bundle of—you're um, basically you're just screaming at the at the gods, you know. I mean, whatever gods there are, I don't know. I don't actually believe <laughs> many mind. of them. There, are, there are at least three hundred. <laughs> they've they've clearly left us. Um, <laughs> uh, but seriously, I mean, damn, this is no, a thanks, lot. This is that. a lot, and and you know. This is what I mean about, well, maybe it wasn't exactly what I meant, but this is where we we do this to ourselves, where we just put so much pressure on ourselves to basically do all the stuff that we were doing, you know, and, and, and just deal in these extraordinary times as if we can just go on business as usual. And I mean, I don't have the answer here, but I guess I I feel like we've got to pay attention to this and we've got to think about how to get through this and not just replicate what we were doing or or think that we can because that's going to be the source of so much of the stress Mm -hmm. so I don't know I mean what do you think like what is it what are you doing right now that is it sounds like you're helping a lot of other people and sort of you know talking (laughs) trying to calm them down or or uh you know sort of stop the panic from happening but what are you doing for yourself that's helping right now or maybe right calming you
1: well something that that i started doing after this was actually last night or friday night this was after the whole incident with the with the pressure washer and just feeling feeling completely defeated and feeling just really stressed and and afraid also because i was just feeling sick from the asthma and from being outside in the rain and i just like felt like shit and so i also had that anxiety of like oh like i'm immunocompromised now all this bullshit all think about and i was just like really in a bad place on friday night and i told people about that Mm-hmm, I specifically, mm-hmm. especially people that I had talked to earlier in the week, uh, and been kind of like trying to help them along with it. I was like, I, I want, I want you to know that like, I'm afraid right now too. And that I don't yeah. feel, I don't, and then I don't feel like very in control of things and that, uh, you know, and like, I know that I, I'm, I'm really afraid for my parents. Like I'm really afraid for them. Yeah. And I'm really yeah. afraid for some of our friends who I know are a little bit, you know, they're in dent, more densely packed areas and things. And I, I just, uh, I, I it felt really good to be honest with people about that, mm. you know, and to say, how did it
0: feel? How did it go when, when you were, um,
1: you mean like, like what how was did,
0: people's, what was people's reaction and, and how did you feel in doing that?
1: Yeah. They were very nice about it. People yeah. were very, uh, you know, open and uh, accepting of it. And like, mm-hmm. it's not like I'm some sort of emotional bulwark for people in the first place. You know, I, I think <laughs> I just, because I, I just feel bad that people are experiencing pain and anxiety right now. I'm kind of trying to like, prioritize helping them with it more yeah, than i'm prioritizing yeah. addressing how i'm really feeling and i guess right. this week i was trying to find a balance of that the other thing though i'll say is that today uh, i have multiple i just got off one i have one tonight um, calls like just group calls with old friends mm. from different phases of my life that's awesome um, to just sort of like connect and catch up and and, and I'm, I'm really excited about those uh
0: and are these are these um meetups that would have happened otherwise or no, is no, it actually yeah and I'm, what i'm what i mean by that is if the circumstances were different had you been engaging with these people or is it actually purely because of this moment that you're right. connecting with them virtually yeah it's, okay. it's
1: because of this moment i, I mean there there they're groups of people who like you know I, I we do periodically get together like you know once a year or something like that yeah but, yeah 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 but yeah. this was yeah i mean the fact that on one day i have two different group calls with them and then we have a game mm. night coming up next week just all yeah. these little things that you know that's awesome. We're coming and it out of our holes like a little
0: because, bit though. Yeah, and it sounds like because, in a sense, um, while we're all, you know, to ourselves, and there's physical boundaries now, literally, like, we're, you know, we can't even come close to other people, um, there's also the vanishing of boundaries when it comes to, I'm finding this with work as well, whereas someone might have felt less connected because they were working remotely, like, they actually worked geographically in a different place. Now, it's this is sort of a great equalizer in that mm-hmm. way. And so, it's so interesting that you're, you're, I love this idea of of connecting more intimately with people who you may not have because they've have gone to other places geographically or right. just sort of you know you're not in the same networks. Um, that that sounds like something to pay attention to. Something cause I have not been doing that really. Um, you know, I've certainly been checking in with friends and family that I usually would have been in touch mm-hmm. with, but but I haven't actually gone that step of connecting with people who I hadn't been. And um, hmm,
1: yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's actually my my suggestion. In terms of new <laughs> new things to carry forward, is yeah, is yeah. to like think about people who you still care about but you don't necessarily make the time for, right? Um, and like drop them a line and see if they want to just talk, because because they almost certainly do. I, I really feel mm. like that's and, and and that's something that COVID or not, uh, I want to do in my life for the future. Like I I I, I think honestly i think part of it is that social media has allowed us to avoid doing that because we still sort of catch up with everybody just accidentally by seeing things that they're up to right Yeah. so i think it's made it a lot easier to become lazy about that Mm. um and i think that like i especially because i I really have not been using social media at all almost during this entire thing yeah i feel like um and, and and not missing it actually feeling better because of that yeah i think like i'm going to to like to do that I'm going to try to like maintain contact with people by periodically having like real conversations with them and like Mm -hmm. that's how I'll get my updates on what they're going through and what their lives are like so it's not just this like rose colored glasses bullshit that Facebook and Instagram show all the time right, right. right it's like actually just having a nuanced conversation and like and it's I've I've been doing it enough lately that I have like a routine like I have I know what chair I'm going to be sitting in I have the phone set up, you know I have like a beer at night you know and, and like some chips and I just like sit there and just <laughs> catch up. There's a fireplace positioned right behind you, <laughs> right, it's like a little to make sure the house sells. I have the on. fireplace. Going, yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. But so, so how about you, John? Like, what what have you been finding uh, different about this week, or, or what are you what are you like working towards? You yeah, think?
0: yeah. Well, I I, I mean, I love what you're doing there and it's occurring to me as well as a fellow extrovert how important that is to make time um, to connect with others still um, because I think that, you know, I can only speak to my experience as someone extrovert in that, you know, the idea of extrovert is that you're, you're sort of charging in your connection with other people, right? It fuels you, whereas introvert, that can often be draining. And that's not a black or white thing like that. Even just that divide is a little weird and probably outdated to use, but I'll use it anyway.
1: That's like the classic um, definition. And, and as somebody who is very high in the extrovert scale, as are yeah, you, yeah. Uh, like I can personally attest to the fact that there are plenty of days where I don't want to fucking talk to anybody. Like I, oh, I just, of course. right. So exactly. it's not like it's always exactly. like that, but it means that no, in general, like, in a social yes, situation, you, exactly. you like to be around people because you feel energized and excited right. by it. And, and right. even just
0: talking through it with you now is helpful in, right. in you know, not being as stressed about stuff because mm-hmm. like it, it sort of does charge you, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for me, you know, one thing that was really nice that we did over the past week was um, a, a hike, a social distant hike. <laughs> we connected with Finn and his son. Oh, okay. good. you know, we have a close, a trail close to us. Of course, you know, in planning anything like this, um, y- y- there's like an undercurrent of guilt around it. Because, you know, we're trying to do our best here in actually social distancing. And there's, there's a lot of, like, just within our own community... Um, I see people posting, you know, very outraged about people trying to do these sorts of things, you know, like they've, you know, with, even if it's with between two cars and all this other stuff. And I get it. Like, I think that we have to be careful about what we're modeling for other people. Right. And like the more, you know, it can go to a point where um your people are starting to get a little too social or connected again. That said, I just, you know, when it comes to being outdoors, first of all, it's like, you know, I'm just as likely to run into another Family um, hiking, anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not that I'm just trying to justify it, but you know, it was fun because we actually like the kids got it, and you know, we were very um, intentional, of course, about staying a certain distance. I, I actually cut like a big stick, you know, that was about my height, six feet, um, so that Grace could kind of like hold it out, and you know, and and if anyone came up to her, it would just pierce them. Yeah, she would um, <laughs> impale them on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Right. Just sharpen the tip so of the, it. So those javelin lessons really as a precaution. Handy, you know? Exactly. So we did that, which was really nice um, because, you know, it still gave us a chance to just like chat and, um, and the kids, you know, got to see each other a little bit. And like, the thing is, even on a natural one, like if this weren't all about social distancing and this weren't this environment, the kids often are like kind of running off and doing their thing anyway. So it wasn't even, it didn't feel like it was that big of a deal, you know, but there was definitely times where as a kid, um, you know, and this happens as adults, but we can stop ourselves more easily when you're talking to someone, you naturally want to like you know walk towards them Mm -hmm. and so there were moments where Grace or especially Luke would start to like you know work his way over and I'd have to like tackle him down you know (laughs) not literally tackle him but it felt that way well you'd be Um, like
1: Grace can you please uh, give him the stick and she'd be like yeah exactly And not would fucking (laughs) impale him with it yeah
0: she also is very good at throwing them accurately, so yeah. Yeah, it's she just, a pre-olympian. It basically it, it impaled him in a way that it pushed him away from the other kid, and then impaled him into a tree that was nearby. Right. So, but you know, not mortal.
1: Him. It, it, she, he survived. No, 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 no.
0: It was just yeah, just fleshy tissue. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well done. <laughs> you know, we have one of these um, next week coming up. One of these social distancing uh, walks. Okay, so uh, yeah,
0: have you tried one of them
1: yet? No, we have. We were yeah, going to yeah. this weekend, and we had to reschedule because of my pressure washing adventures right. on Saturday. <laughs> Because I, I had the thing for 24 hours and I was like, I have to use it, you know. Oh
0: yeah, no, I know how those go, those but, rentals, man. But we have that not, was me I mean, a couple of years ago with a fucking. I had a um a compactor because I was building the patio. <laughs> you're and all about
1: Yeah,
0: oh, I know. What is the deal with that being <laughs> Dude, a theme you're right obsessed
1: now? Obsessed with trash compactors. But
0: I think that's what they're called, aren't they? It's the ones that you you basically roll over gravel and it compacts it down until oh, like, like a roller. Yeah, but it's. I think it's called a compactor. I forget. Okay. Um, but it compacts the earth. So, I think you
1: just like saying compactor today.
0: That's true. I do. Yeah. So I mean, first of all, you know, they very intention. They very clearly say that you should not be handling this thing individually. Like it's a two person kind right. of lift thing, right? right? So uh, sometimes I was able to get a Home Depot guy to help me load it in the car. I say sometimes because I ended up having to rent it twice, which was fucking awful. Oh my god. Um. But anyway, I know. I know that stress. So, what else have I, have I been doing? I guess I um, you know, I've been thinking about not in a totally um resentful way but i think about can you can you imagine maybe this could be a whole other show we even could talk about it but can you imagine what it would be like in this moment how different life would be if it were just you and micah like going through isolation and quarantine and everything like we could do we could do so like you'd you'd write a masterpiece you know know. song you'd be like doing all this crazy shit Um, and I'd be, I don't know what I'd be doing. Maybe I'd play video games again or something, which is actually something I've been thinking about. And I'll come back to, um, but, but like, you know, I'd read more books and I'd get so much more work done and I'm a little, I am a little bit jealous of that. I guess I, it's not resentful. It's like, no, I'm a little I, jealous. I know
1: exactly what you mean. I like, I, I saw this post on Reddit a while ago where they're, where they're like, I can't wait to see the art that comes out of this quarantine. Like the <laughs> people, I'm like, I I, yes. I don't have time to take a dump. Like, I feel like, <laughs> exactly. I honestly feel, it, which is so <laughs> weird. And this is actually, I think, I think, I think this is a topic for our next episode, John. Yeah. I, I think, think this it might is be. actually the topic because something I am so struck by yeah. Is, like, we're under these conditions where mm-hmm. we should, in theory, have, like, way too much time and be bored and not know what to do. But I'm, for, for various reasons, it feels like there's less time than ever for ourselves, oh, yeah. you know? Even it's just getting rid by. of the commute or, or like, the time that I, I could go to, like, Starbucks and sit for a second. Like, that's just—it yes, just, it just yes. doesn't exist anymore. Right. And so, otherwise, it's like I'm just— being like, okay, family, I'm going outside alone, so don't follow me. You know, it's, it's leading to all these oh, weird Oh, yeah, alone situations time is that. pretty
0: much gone for me at the moment. So, you know, I don't even have, like, a commute or anything. I mean, not that a commute is actually alone, but you know what I mean, being alone with other people. It's just time to reset, right? Oh, exactly, and there's none of that. So, no. you know, the things that I've most appreciated are... The long walks that we go on So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just midday Because the way we've structured the days I kind of work around what Bethany has to do Because she's still out there as a social worker Um, So I usually get like half days in um, You know, and then When I'm watching the kids I'd say the week before I was better about Being like very, um, you know I put boundaries up, right? So when I wasn't working I was totally with the kids Mm -hmm. And this week I was that was starting to bleed a little Because like, you know, I'm wanting to call into certain meetings Or stay engaged with work to some level and i'm okay letting them do their own thing but it's a, it's a fine balance of trying to get you know some work done decide uh strategically when you want to put the tv on you know mm-hmm. for a certain meeting or whatever um and and to like you know let the kids be okay being bored so it's just trying to balance all of that and i i certainly don't feel like i've hit you know exactly the right balance but the thing i do really appreciate is that Midday, I've taken you know consistently hour, hour and a half, up to two hours, you know, walks with them where we just kind of explore the neighborhood or um, some some local trails, and and that is something that I want to take forward with me. You know, I know you were actually yeah. great about this at work where you would just go outside for a walk, and it is just so refreshing, and I mm-hmm. feel like I'd, I'm I'm more productive when I get back from it. So totally, you know, that's something that um, I I certainly you know as the weather gets even better will keep doing and i'm really appreciating right now um so that's the sort of thing i've, I've been thinking about more like you know i want to i want to hold on to this in the future this isn't just like a mm-hmm. now thing you know getting outdoor time like <laughs> it's obviously this natural thing getting that fresh air and getting some movement um is good for us it's it's all obvious stuff but you know it's counterintuitive when you're trying to be as productive as possible at work
1: to, right. to leave and do that. It's, it's just because it's obvious doesn't mean it's done. Doesn't mean it's That's easy, right? right? There's That's a right. lot of behaviors that are emerging in this time that are emerging because we kind of had to make room to reevaluate what we do every day. Right. Yes. Like here's a, a weird thing that I do. And actually before I do, I will say I, I just, uh, right before we started recording, got back from an hour and a half walk with the boys too. We just like, we just yeah. started walking in one direction while Micah was getting work done and, and both of them were like, oh, can we keep going? And we just like ended up with this crazy long walk. We didn't even like think. I mean, yeah. We were going outside to go do, draw with chalk, and we ended up going on a walk for an hour and a half, right? And, and Which I, think, I love, right? Only, I love that. That would too. only happen in this moment. yeah. And, and that wouldn't have happened in the past, right? Because it would have yes. been like, oh, let's just go back. But now, because we're well, like, used to it. Right? Yeah. And there would have been stuff to do, exactly, right? Yes. This yes. is why, yeah. That's, so, next episode, we're going to talk about time management, I think, in the all context right. of this crisis that's good but, um but what, what, I, what i'll say is like in terms of tips or in terms of things that, I, that i've learned that have helped me going off what you're saying is that um every almost every day last week although it was pouring out so it was kind of hard uh i tried to commute you know quote unquote every day yep. so before i started work for the yeah i would i would get up and uh did i tell you this last week
0: i'm trying to remember where i read it i think you shared it in in some work thread where I'm people not, I, were talking i about... did it
1: was in our men's group thread yes, on that's teams right. that's right yeah, yeah right yes. okay right Um so what I've been trying to do is like in addition to like last week I was mentioning I like to like put on like work clothes and like you know try to act like I'm actually going somewhere even though I'm not Mm -hmm. um right but totally nude from the from the (laughs) voice down. Um for for this last week what I tried to do as much as I could is I would like at the time that I was that I would have been going to work, I like put everything down, I said, Okay guys, I'll be back. And then I went to the train Mm-hmm. And I like chilled there for a second. And then I like walked back to it. And that's like not a long walk. It's 10, 15 minutes total. Right. But right, that right. little like ritual for me. And then at the end of the day, I would do it again. Mm-hmm. So i would just like put, I would yes. close the computer and I would go out and go for that walk. And that like, for me was, was really helpful because it reminded me of how important it is to separate work from home. But yes. also it just gave me a chance mm-hmm. to like breathe. And I wouldn't listen to anything. A lot of the time when I'm working out or when I'm walking or hiking or running or anything, i will have music music or podcasts going yeah and uh, and i specifically just did not do that on this mm-hmm. on these walks and just was outside listening to the birds feeling the wind on my face feeling the wind on my exposed genitals because i am my <laughs> pants on but a tuxedo on top power
0: washing up in the air because you still had it that day exactly power washing straight up in the air
1: yep um that was a, a really uh it was really, really, It's a weird image. I really energized experience is, yeah. for me. So like how I, far, I high, how
0: high would it go before it starts falling down again?
1: I'm going to say if I was using the, uh, the, I used the yellow <laughs> nozzle, which is 15 <laughs> degrees uh, and I was at 3000 PSI. So that fucking water is going to go up very high.
0: The moon. It would basically, Probably the some moon. moon dust would come back down on you.
1: <laughs> it would actually hit the moon, knock yeah. it out of orbit, put it into a, <laughs> into a descending spiral where it would crash into earth. And it would just turn
0: uh, the moon back to you know its yellow cheese color rather that's what than it would do. all the dust. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, w- it would clean it. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's right. We yeah. should start power washing the moon. You know what's funny is I could actually see Trump saying that. That would yeah. I would we totally to believe that. We need to funnel money to the moon. If someone on Fox and
0: Friends, you know, planted the idea, he would be talking about hundred percent. We'd see a tweet yeah. that night, on caps, yeah. definitely. Well, well I mean <laughs> this. This has been this has been nice. I I appreciate that we've been doing these weekly because I feel like uh, we're practicing what we're preaching here in terms of you know connecting with people and and just just like talking about it. Right, that this mm-hmm. isn't normal and this and getting through this. You know, we're going to need to lean on each other um, and try some new things. And and uh, I really like I like some of the things you've noted here in terms of reaching out and connecting with other people. Um, the word rituals stuck out to me that you you know thinking about those right because we are kind of developing new ones now or we could be um, and True. yeah it'll be interesting to explore more time management in our next show totally
1: thanks man Hope
0: yeah thank staying you. safe. we'll be back yes. next week yes we will hopefully <laughs>
1: we'll see the <laughs> plan is to be back next week
0: alright um, see you guys and, and uh, make sure you jump onto our I don't know why you need to jump but just you know go to our Facebook page or email us and uh, tell us how you're getting through this maybe you can share some tips with everybody Totally. see you guys alright bye